And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFU Refugees Podcast. Ted here. John here. <sighs> well, we're, we're here for uh, for John and Ted's happy, sad time. More, mostly sad. John, how are you doing? How was your weekend, buddy? Did, did, did your teams, did all the teams you support? Well, I guess no. I, I, will say, I will say the spirit. The spirit saved saved the weekend. Saved the weekend. One nothing victory. Congratulations to them. We'll talk maybe we'll talk a little bit about them. Uh, but my teams unfortunately suffered a negative thirteen goal differential this weekend. That's mm. fun. Yeah, no, I'm a Chelsea fan, so I, I had an okay weekend from that perspective. But everything else was bad. I didn't have to watch the kickers lose, so that was that was probably good for me. But other than that, you know, they'll be fine. What do you do? They got two games in hand. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. I was making a lot of declarative statements about um what was going to happen after that DC United game. And thus far they've all been wrong. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure as John lights himself up, suddenly you can see him again. He's On not off. Speaking. Hello. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> he is not, he is not speaking in the darkness of the abyss. That is DC United season. Um, We're going to need Ted to go on like a long 10 minute riff. Uh, so I can go off camera and fix an AC adapter to my lights. Oh, I can I can do that. I can certainly do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm ready I'm, to do I can it. set you up so, and go. I, I'm sure I, we can do that in a little bit. I called into the American Soccer Show because they J- Jason, despite being from uh, DC, hardly ever talks about DC because usually he's talking about some other things. So I decided he finally was talking about Ben Olsen and the and the snafu, which we will get into. So I called into his show to uh, to say my thoughts. So maybe maybe I uh, maybe I completely, you know blue uh anything that i had that would be considered good 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 content for this show who knows we'll find out <laughs> you can you can repurpose it's fine yes i wouldn't worry about it <laughs> all right uh where to begin i i'm really trying to figure out where to begin i mean we let's 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 talk about the game let's talk about dc united's four nothing loss four nothing four nothing four, four goals four goals i remember actually so i, I was sitting i was standing in the line uh, to to get a drink at, at the at the kickers game and i was thinking maybe i would turn the game on my phone and i would watch it and i was getting in line and i i, I missed the foot knob notification where it tells me that they kicked off um and instead what i got is the uh goal notification you got the goal notification four minutes in um i watched that goal when i got home and uh it was bad um it was really really bad just it was so unbelievable how easy it was for uh for atlanta to sort of break our midfield and break our lines like i was impressed with how easy it was um so yes. yeah it, it's it's and it was a bad goal and you know I, I feel bad for bill because i think there's nothing bill could do about it it was completely left open in the i forget who scored it was left open in the center of the field a I guy mean, I had never heard of before, and a guy who I assume was Adam John, but he was not Adam John. He was a different guy. Yeah. Champion. It was, what's that? Was the last name Champion? Maybe it was. It was some. It, it was also some guy. Yeah, too. I'd never heard of. I was like, who is this guy? I have no idea who this guy is. Good. And he scores a goal. I mean, that's. I mean, it's. it's it, imagine if Joseph Martinez was out there this game. He probably would have had a hat trick on us because that's usually what happens uh, in this game. Um, I watched a little bit more. You know, kind of. You know. Took a little mo- little bit more of the game. Um, I thought, you know, Jordi Reyna was at least there trying to do things. Um, the team was very much, very, very much playing off to the side. I mean, I, if you look at the Opta passing map, you see a lot of movement sort of around the middle of the field and the center of the field. There was virtually nothing sort of in that middle of that 18. A lot of, a lot of misplayed crosses. 
you know, like you guys, like you and uh, you and Charlie talked uh, talked last game. Just this team gets the ball out wide, tries to play across crossing, and nothing happens. Um, it's th- that was bad, and and you know, if 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 what happened, if the the thing we're about to talk about, the the unbelievable, almost comical snafu doesn't happen we're probably talking about the fact that this team again has played a game without getting a single shot on goal and this time they couldn't even get a point they got completely blown out of the park uh i don't i don't know where this team goes from here i don't know how you can what's that i said up i think (laughs) in theory oh my goodness i'm just looking at the shot map and it's like blocks from outside the 18 long shots no there's nothing there's nothing here zero bagel what's that bagel it was no shots correct oh it was uh we had eight shots eight shots but we had zero on target yeah nothing on target or if they're not on target yeah back to a negative and just and even just looking at where the goals happened for atlanta they're all inside the 18 which means the defense didn't even do their job in this game i mean this was just they got played out of the park by a team a team that's bad and we are now the we are it's official. We are now the team where if you are having a bad season, you can get your season turned around. You can suddenly look like at least marginally better as soon as you play DC. We are we are 2013 levels of bad right now. This is this is a squad that is that has be, has better players than that squad, more highly paid than that squad, uh, but is doing basically the same things and it doesn't even have an open cup to bail them out this year. So um i don't i don't know i don't know what to what to tell you for the rest of the year i don't know what to say i don't know what to what to what to do anymore this was it is it is trying like there was maybe a brief moment in that tfc game where maybe i could get a little bit excited okay we got these young guys coming in these young guys these young guys and then it's like it's been gone um i don't i have to wonder i have to wonder about the players i i think he is losing the locker room you guys talked about the shifting narrative last week on Charlie boat, Charlie show. My, uh, my, my first response is always, we don't know when the first quote was the first quote, obviously coming from coming from Stephen golf saying that, Oh, you know, unless there's a string of bad results, I think we're at that point. We're on a string of like unbelievably bad results. Um, I don't know when that quote that Stephen golf got, when that came from, it could have been after the MLS's back tournament, um, which is my, which is my guess. And then now the narrative has completely shifted. Um, you know, I, I don't know where this team where this team goes from here, and and we can talk about the snafu and how bad that is. But yeah, any, 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 any any other thoughts about the game, like overall, or is it just it's just there's nothing? It's bad. No, I mean it's it, it's it, they it, they capitulated right, like they they did not try. Griffin Yao was getting kicked to shit, and uh, nobody did anything about it. Miles Robinson was just kicking him up and down the field, and nothing happened. Um, there was no no Felipe on the field to manage. Uh, Briant got tangled up later on but nothing about that unfortunately does it really matter no it doesn't really matter but it is about mentality and it is about like what are you playing for and if you're not playing for your teammates then what are you playing for in a four nothing loss and, and that and to, to, to your point that was happening uh that's happened earlier in the season to, to kevin to kevin paredes and there isn't anybody on this field who's willing to to stand up because you know, and you know, you could argue maybe Griffin Yao could do that, but I mean, there isn't anybody on that field. You, you are absolutely right. There's no Felipe, a guy who's going to go in, get in that face of the other player, and say you can't do that. There's none of that. It's guy he gets fouled. Everybody just kind of hangs their head, you know, prepares for the prepares for the free kick. Um, yep. So there, there is there is no effort. There is no energy on the field. Uh, 
Um, and, and then we get into a player who who probably could provide that. Um, Russell Knauss. I, I kind of tried to watch this as it was sort of happening on the replay. I've seen the reports all all, all over. This is it, it's almost like. You're, you're sitting there thinking, there's well, it can't get any worse. I mean, what are they going to do, score two more goals on us and we're going to lose 4 nothing? I mean, that's <laughs> all it's going to happen. It can't get any worse. And then, and then this happens. Yeah. And it's – I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's. I mean, it's – It's. Uh, I, w- I think losing 4 nothing is worse than this. Like, this is just stupid and bad, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. But so is losing 4 nothing in Atlanta, and actually I think probably more embarrassing. But in case somehow – for some reason, you're listening to this show and did not watch the Atlanta game. Also, maybe you're a genius for not having watched the Atlanta game. Yeah. Um, so uh, we attempted to sub on. First of all, at halftime, uh, they talked to Ben, and Ben said, we've got to make some changes. Some of these players are not giving the performances we want. And they took off Nyman and Yao. Yao was, I think, probably DC United's best player in that first half. He was the most active. He was being kicked a lot, but he was certainly he was certainly making uh, efforts to score and efforts to move the ball, and other players maybe weren't. Uh, Nyman, I think, more of a mixed performance, but certainly not the worst player on the field. I don't think that's. I think that's pretty inarguable. So at half, we bring on uh, we bring on Russell Knauss for for Nyman, uh, except for the fact that a minute and a half later, after so the forty sixth minute, uh, the fourth official, the the VAR official, tells the fourth official, "Hang on a second, wait a second, he is not on the roster as an illegal substitution." So then, for about ten minutes, probably. Uh, we tried to figure out what does that mean exactly, and what do we do with that, and is that actually true? And they brought out iPhones, and they looked at the, they looked at the roster that was submitted, and true enough, Russell Knauss was not on the roster. Uh, so that happens. There was some some reporting by MLS uh, for by uh, Pablo today, uh, sort of talking about, and my video is gone again, uh, but you can still hear me. Um, so the uh, what what happened there was that the normally uh, as the sub is happening the fourth official is checking that book and making sure that it's legal. And they didn't this time because they usually just assume no one's going to try to put somebody on that isn't, <laughs> that isn't on the roster. Why would you do that? It's dumb and weird, but we did. And we did that. I think accidentally, obviously, but uh, so that happened. We, he, he had, he, there was a, there was a bit of a confusion about, should we have to forfeit for that? Should we take a red? Should we have to play down down a man with that? Should we burn a substitution for that? Uh, the answer was we, I think, burned a substitution. I think we lost a sub. The sub never happened. Russell had to go to the locker room. That was apparently very important that Russell could not be it's, in. Yeah, that's, that's a FIFA. Could not that's be on a, the bench. Yeah. Could not be in the stands. He's got to go. He's got to not exist. He's a ghost now. Persona non grata. Got out of here, Canals. Uh, and, and then the team got worse. But that that 10 minutes was just a, a, it felt like, I think I said at the time on Twitter, like, all right. This is just this is compounding errors. This is like a thing. This is a cosmic sign that something has to change with this team because this does not normally happen, and it has happened. And we need to, you know, the world is telling us something right now. And I don't think we're listening. Apparently, I think we're just not going to listen to what the universe is trying to tell us. Yeah, it's it's so so th- there there was a moment in that that was pretty funny when it was Ben Olsen yelling over at the Atlanta coach. I'm pretty sure it was the Atlantic's coach. And he's like, "What do you want us to do? Forfeit? Shut up!" And that's like, <laughs> that, that was great. It, it, that that was that was like of the one moment we got a bit of comedy out of that. And 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 Ben Olsen provides comedy sometimes. But I mean, I want to talk about. So so it happens. It, it's a, it's a screw up. It, it's not unprecedented in MLS. Oscar Barea, who's 
a, a fantastic coach in MLS, did it in in uh, in FC Dallas once. Um, it, it's certainly not going to happen. I, I think the referees, you will not see that fourth official. That fourth official will uh, probably be suspended for that because it looks just as bad on the coach as it does the referees because they let the sub happen and it makes it makes. It makes the whole pro look look bad. So I, I'm actually I, I do this sometimes when things like this happen, and I look and see, okay, are we going to see that fourth official ever again? Maybe he gets a a chance to make up for it. Um, so so yeah, you are correct. I think it is a situation where you know it, maybe if the referee catches it, it doesn't happen, and, and saves you know quote unquote saves Ben Olsen's bacon, or they let him add him to the roster before the game. Um, because remember, we were dressing two backup goalies. Yeah. So certainly, we could have made room. Oh, that just makes it even worse. But I want to talk. I mean, Ben Olsen's comments after the game actually made me more angry because he he, he he said, "I don't know whose fault it is," and to me that screams, "I I want I want to forget say, about." He said, "I'm not going to I'm not going to give you the name." I'm not. He says, "I don't think it does. I don't think it does anyone any good." If we get into the specifics of whose exact fault this that, was, that, it wasn't mine. Basically, is what he's saying. That, and, 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 that, and that's what I'm getting at. I'm sorry. You're the coach. You're the manager. You set the lineups. You set the 18. You'd make that decision. If Russell Knauss is not on that list, that starts. That stops with you. You didn't take the chance to check the list. You didn't take the. And maybe you just handed it to him, and, and someone didn't write down. There was some miscommunication there. That's fine. Take responsibility. You are the manager of this team. You are the coach of this team. Take responsibility and he used to do that he used that there were there have been plenty of moments when he has taken responsibility for losses he's taken yep. it's not happening anymore well and i think it, because his seat is hot right like i yeah. think he knows i think he, he he's willing to take the blame for his own mistakes i think at this particular point but i think at this point he is well so tenuous that he's not willing to jump on anyone else's grenade now say what you yeah. will about that for leadership and I think it's very, I think it's very fair to say that's that's not what you want in a leader. I, for some reason, feel some bit of understanding for the fact that he has two, he has three choices. One is he could say, "Buck stops here. Anything that happens is my fault. I'm the coach. That's fine. That's the thing you could do. The other thing you could do is say uh, it was Rory's fault. <laughs> Rory didn't fill the sheet out right. Uh, it's not a big deal, but we're gonna fix it going forward. And then option three was saying, like, listen, it's a collective failure. You know, I don't know. We, we don't have to get exactly now what happened, but it happened, and, and we're going to move on from that. I think it's more. I think it's more important to talk about the game performance. I don't know. For some reason, I'm I'm much more upset with the way the team played, the response of the senior players, and we'll, and we're going to talk about that too. But just it was a. <clears throat> I think the sub thing was more of a symbol, like a really bad yeah. symbol about where this team is at and where attention to detail is and where. You know how we look to the rest of the league, mm -hmm. like awful. I mean, it, it, in my opinion, I mean Ben's going to get. I think until this team is eliminated from the playoffs or in the playoffs, and then he, I, I am, I am fully projecting now he is going to be shown the door, and I, I think his. I'm curious, like what the like. I mean, I know like it's like 15 teams make the playoffs out of 16 or something like that. So we have to literally finish. You know, dead last. We, we are dead last. We are we are the worst team in Major League Soccer right now. Wooden spoon, baby. Yeah, we are we are we are chasing that number three draft pick because there are going to be two expansion teams that are going to take the number one and number two. You guys were talking on the show about how we're going to be the number one or two draft pick. I'm like, ah, we got expansions. We're going to be the number three draft pick. <laughs> Garbage. 
<laughs> it's going to be like that. It's going to be like that for a while. It's going to be like that for a while. I, I mean, I just don't even know where you can get into like perform. I mean, it's pretty much it's been about the same. It was the same since New England. I don't think there's anything different, anything new you saw. Like I said, I thought Jordi Reyna at least tried to make things a little interesting. I, I thought he at least was trying to involve himself in the game and be the guy to take the ball. Um, I think he's still learning his teammates, but I mean, I thought he was he was okay. He didn't do anything special, but he was okay. Um, and then you have the the you have you you potentially had two red cards in this game. I think summing it up, you had Frederick yeah. Brilliant's denial and uh, Donald Obviously's attorney, which is which Not is so. which is fine. And then you have Yamil Assad with a two two footed scissor tackle um, that probably maybe the referee was just like. Ah, uh, you know, I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to mess with that. I'm, I think I'm just we can still even hear about that. I yeah. think there's a chance that the disciplinary committee looks at it. Although I thought it would have probably already happened on Monday, but I thought a lot of things would have happened on Monday, and I've not been right about any of them. Yeah. What, what were you wrong about? I, I want to know. Oh, uh, that be, that Ben Olsen would no longer be the the head coach of DC United was, re- was what I thought would be on would be on Monday would be the thing that would happen. Um, but I'm not right. So I think there were a lot of people that agreed with that concept. I think there were a lot of people that were like you that were saying that nope, it's a it's a it's a cost thing. It's a it's a it's a what is left in the season I, thing. I get all that. I, I think it is a. It, it would not surprise me if they are kicking the if they are covertly kicking some tires. They are they better, calling they up some. Be. They're calling up some people. They are, you know, making making some phone calls. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. Um, Try to think of a name. Try to think of a name. Hey, um, hey, William Cabrera, how are you doing? What, what's your what's your uh, what's, what's Frank Yallop up to these days? Oh God, no! Please no! Please no! No, no I'm not saying I want him. I'm just yeah. saying like that seems like a guy. <laughs> hey, Jason, uh, Jason Christ, how you doing? What do you? What's up to y'all? You still uh, coaching Fort Lauderdale? Interested in uh, <laughs> coming back? Uh, he, he's a guy. He's a guy. I think I, I I would put it on my on my list of potential coaches that could take over this team. Um, well, I think unfortunately, I think Jason Levy and and uh, the rest of ownership is a little busy right now. There's a bit of a coup. In the Swansea uh, board this week or today, um, what's the other guy's name? What's the other rich guy's name? Steve Kaplan. Yeah, I think Steve Kaplan is. is no longer the chair of the board at uh, at Swansea. He's been removed. the The cause behind that has not yet been released. He still has an ownership stake. He still has all of the other titles that he has with the club. He has the same ownership stake uh, that as he had did before, but now he no longer is the chairman. Uh, so there's a watch this space. <laughs> I think there may be some more news coming out about this, both uh, from Kaplan and from uh, Jason Levian, who are the the majority owners of, of the team. But there seems to be a little bit of a problem going on. So keep that in mind as we continue to say why you know what why don't why doesn't ownership care why are they not why are they not making moves here? Um, they may have their hands full. But just to just to wrap up, sort of why I thought maybe this was it. Um, I just I, like I said before about the substitution. That's stupid, but it's symbolic. Losing four nothing to this team, because when you look at the rest of the the rest of the schedule, and you're thinking about, well, we're still live, we're still live for playoff hopes. Like you know, point wise, we're still technically there. You know, I I would I bet the house on the fact we won't. Like this team is dead. This team is dead from the neck up. Um, as it goes, and it's not going to get better. And we kept talking about injuries. It's not we're not really that injured anymore. Ariola's out. 
yep, he's been out all year. That sucks. And Edison Flores wasn't good when he was fit. So that's not what's making our team bad. That's not what is making this team unable to score. And my video went again. Uh, but it, it is, it is, it's, it's the excuses are, are are leaving. They're gone. The station, they're leaving the station. So I figured that just from a means of keeping the the dedicated fan on board, and to say, you know, I, we hear you, we understand this is not going to make things better, but you know, something something needs to change. Obviously, that we're going to we're going to we have like thirty seven more games in October. It's going to be ugly. If the senior players have quit, if uh, if the if the young players are stagnating, I don't think they are. I think they're still they're still going well. But the rest of the team does not seem to really have any answers. This is going to be horrible to watch. This is going to be a grind for for. I mean, no one's going to make you watch. We're going to watch, and we're going to keep doing stupid podcasts about this <laughs> team. But like, it's going to be really. T- it's not going to be enjoyable whatsoever. This is going to be. It's going to be the slog. This is going to be our own personal marathon. In, in my opinion, in my opinion, Ben Olson will Ben Olson will be gone once this team is mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Once once it is clear that it is over, that this team and is. Ryan Martin is, will come as a as an interim. I hope. Maybe who knows? Uh, it's I I don't know if it even really matters at this point. I I think that this is just the team is just like and you know the Swansea thing might not be a bad a bad theory. This team they they might be so tied up with Swansea we're like you know what. We can use the argument, hey, we're giving Ben till the end of the year to turn it around or to figure it out. So I mean, it's it's all possible. Maybe they're leaving up leaving it up to uh, uh, to to Dave Casper. Who knows? Who knows? But he needs to go too, right? Dave's got to go. If Ben I, goes, I, Dave's got to go. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I, I really don't. Hiring a GM, you know, unless. I don't think I don't think Dave goes unless you have an idea of somebody who you can bring in who's going to take over the whole operation, a, a Peter Vermees type guy. We better. I feel like I feel like if you are if you're saying that this team as constructed can't win, then the person who built it needs to go. I, well, I see. I'm I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to jump. I I think there is still legitimate talent in this squad. I don't know how lost you, cup talent. I don't think MLS cup talent. I think better than what we're seeing at this point. I think it's worth. It's worth. It's worth keeping some of these some of these guys together to see if under a different situation under a coach that has a better idea of how to utilize them than than Ben Olsen does right now, somebody who can come in and, and do that and make that change. I mean, you can't if, if if you if you if you say if you say by Dave Casper. By the way, call us two zero two nine zero five zero four five four. Dave in also just got an extension this offseason too, so keep that in mind as well. <laughs> you did, yes. Okay, I, I don't I don't think Dave. I don't think Dave you you Dave leaves. I think Dave gets another chance at hiring a coach. I think we've talked about this before. I think he gets. I think his he suddenly becomes on the hot seat. There there is there is a sort of um, a hierarchy. The coach gets the coach gets let go. Then you know the co- the GM gets a chance to hire somebody. It's only after you have multiple multiple failures as sort of a manager, and and, and you have to give just like you give Ben credit for the times when he managed to sort of squeeze blood out of a stone and get this team to the playoffs when they had no business being there based on their spending. You got to give Dave the same credit for constructing those rosters, and he does to his credit. He does an excellent job finding value in MLS, bringing it bringing it in. He has. I would argue started to do a little better on the international stage. He as he's gotten more of a budget. You can say Lucho was a was a was a good find. It wasn't a, he wasn't a bust. Wayne Rooney was not a bust. 
So I think you give a little benefit of the doubt. And I think you have to look at the fact that, you know, the players he brought in, Julian Gressel was considered a great move. He's still a really good player. You have to look at Edison Flores, who was not a bum coming out of the league MX. He was not being tossed off his team. He was having a great season. And yeah, okay, the adjustment emblems hasn't been great, but you have to look at that as maybe that would yeah, be more get, on the coach. You don't get credit for just taking the conventional wisdom. Like, that's just saying, like, as long as you sign players that other GMs think are also good and they suck, then that's okay. You don't worry about it. But I do feel there is something you said, though, there, talking about his ability to bring blood from a stone that tells you sort of from the, the horses for courses argument, if we're still going to be a team that isn't going to spend, then the kind of GM you still want is a Moneyball, Billy Bean GM, where he's going to try to just magically ring ring these players out and find the Yordi Reynas, the cast-offs from Vancouver. Yeah, we got Tim from Vienna is on the phone. He wants to get on the action. Tim, how you doing? Uh, not good. <laughs> None of us are, but go. Yes, we go ahead. <laughs> I just feel like with this team that we have, I I do think we don't have MLS Cup talent, but we definitely got the talent to be competing at the top of the Eastern Conference. But I think Ben Olsen and this ownership group isn't holding this team back, which they have been for many years. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I think that the East, the East is not the West, right? I think that there are there is opportunity for us if all pieces were performing to their talent level to be there. I think you're right. I do think though that that would require all the all the things going right. I feel like there's not a lot of contingencies in this roster because it's it's thin by nature. It's thin by the fact of how much money we have to spend and not, and then sort of about some of the the gambles that have not paid off so far. Having one forward. At the original, and then only two. Can you hear me? Sort of second. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Can you? We can hear you. Yeah. So I was. What I was saying was, I think this ownership, and I think Ben Olson is holding this team back from being a, a good, te- decent team. Yeah, I think we. I, I. I think. I think I agree with you about Ben Olson holding certainly holding the team back um at this point uh, i think i've arrived i've arrived at that um again I, I don't think this is is this an mls cup caliber team um probably not i think it's certainly better than what we're getting and, and right now that's that that's what i'm wanting at this point i want something that at least makes is interesting and and right now we're not getting that yeah, I think Don said that in the comments. Yeah, right? and I Don. feel like if we continue to hold on to Ben Olsen and uh, stay with this plan, then we're we're going to fall further behind in this league when we need to catch up. Yeah, I I would agree. I would agree. All right, Tim, thanks so much for for jumping on. Uh, thanks for listening too. So the uh, the calls here are going to be you. a Ted only experience. I think <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason they can't hear me on the chat. So uh, keep keep on rocking. We okay. Got another caller. All right. Well, we got another caller. Who we got coming in? Dennis, a statement on subs, international players, and coaching. I'll just sit here and be uh, Oh, that might have been on. That might, this might be on me because I was trying to. I just closed out Skype. That was not smart of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I think Tim sort of echoes a lot of what the fan base is feeling, and and there are a lot of people that have felt this for a long time, and there are a lot of people that are upset, a lot of people angry at us for now, sort of finally. Oh yeah, I mean they. Their mind. Um, I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna go back. I, I was trying to to utilize rather than having to utilize web, and I was trying to actually utilize the app. But I think I'm gonna go I'll back. Beat you. 
they'll teach you. Well, yep. Comments from the chat as we try to get that lined up. Uh, the 2020 curse will continue, and we'll end up with Chad Ash and inking a long-term deal. Uh, God, that would be something. I'm getting a I'm getting a decent eye tattoo in two weeks. So if that happens, um, then I will not do that. <laughs> and if and if it happens after my tattoo, I will get it lasered off. Um, also, only Siam Sirlam and Andrea Mancini can save us now. That's a good. That's a good oldie but goodie teams uh, back when we were as bad as we are now. Uh, back but back at RFK, uh, we've got a question here. I think that's pretty good. Uh, and they said uh, two two ninety DC ninety nine says, who would you guys keep for next season? And I think our answers might be different. And I think uh, yeah. we have a call ready. Yeah, we do. We have um, we have uh, Dennis from uh, I don't know where Dennis is from. Dennis, how are you doing? Dennis from wherever you are from. Yes. Hi. Yeah, this is Dennis here from Washington D.C. Talking. Yeah, man. Go um, ahead. I was just wanting to mention a couple of things about the frustration of every, if not most. Um, you know, DC United fan. Uh, the first one of them all is, you know, going past the soccer talk about how awful we've been lately since the beginning of the season, except for some spark of, like, New York and some ties that we had at Orlando that were, like, you know, we saw some spark of, like, positivity, but then it would, it would, it all went down again. Um, but the first one of them all is like the 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 club has not been very professional in the way of that they have managed things, and you could saw that you could see that when we were in embarrassment throughout the all the MLS of how we couldn't make a change uh, a sub, we included a player that was not eligible, or if if he was, I don't know the situation because I don't know if he got two game suspension or a game suspension, but I know he he had already went through one, but the thing is like. Why does management and coaching do, do no, does not review the the roster? Like you could see how serious they are about this team that they don't even review the roster. So you know, like you guys were saying, like most of the problems that we're going through is management and coaching. Like, yeah, I mean, some people are back. You know, some people stay. You know, Ben Olsen doesn't have that much of support from management. So, I mean. You know, I guess it's his job, but at some extent, he's also responsible for what's going on on the field because he's the one that tends the 11 players to play. He has to review the roster every game. And when, I mean, it seems like they did copy-paste, honestly, uh, from the <laughs> from the previous game because that, that was the lineup that he didn't change anything from the lineup. That's a good so, point. I didn't think about. I didn't think about the fact that it might just be a copy paste. That's actually. That's a, It's like if you sent the email and and, and said uh, please see attachment and then didn't include the attachment. That's sort of that's the <laughs> soccer equivalent of what just happened. Exactly. You know. You think because Canoes was was not available for that game. So I'm the only thing I'm thinking here is that they were like, yeah, let's just like you know, it's game right day. Like we didn't do our job, so we just let's just send what we sent last time. And at that point, they didn't realize that Canoes was suspended for that game. So it's just like you have to, you know, you have to own your mistakes and you got to step up and say, hey, everyone, like, sorry, this happened. You know, like, I mean, you, you got to be, you know, you got to keep account accountability of your mistakes because if not, you can just tell the seriousness of how much 
you know, you don't care about this team. And, like, if that's the case, just step down. You know, whoever is the owner right now, I mean, I don't want to point out names, um, but whoever is the owner, you know, they have to step down or, you know, find another way of investing on this team instead of just calling it, like, the but the buzzer point kind of, like, entertainment zone. You know, like, I don't give a crap. You know, I, I don't really like just the mentality of let's keep this a franchise that just brings brings revenue or like keeps cash flow yeah. you know no fan no, no, has a been fan. A, no one's a fan of a yeah, real hard. estate development body like a, a vehicle like no one no one is no one gets you know no one commits their life and and, and structures their social life and does all these things around uh a franchise that isn't trying to win or, or that is about other things. So that when we, I think, you know, from me personally, I think, and I think that a lot of fans feel this way. It's like once it stops feeling like that, you start to question your level of engagement. You start to question why you care so much. If it's not, uh, if, 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 if it feels like ownership has a different take on what this team is going to be or what, what it can be, like what our, what our horizons are. I think that's really what, I, if you go on Reddit right now, Reddit's not really a great barometer of anything, but people are just like, I don't care anymore. Like I used to live and die with this team. I don't. I don't even know there's a game on. I don't watch it, mostly because I don't have a news channel twenty four seven because no one does. But and, and beyond that, like I just don't. I don't care anymore. Like it's not. They're not interesting, and they don't. They don't speak to me. There's no players in the team I want to watch. So that's like a just a crucial indictment of a of a of a team that that's in a league that's you know not front and for, front and, front and center. You got to be at least. You hope your diehards care about you, and it seems like they don't as much anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, if you guys see, if you guys saw, well, I, I don't know, but uh, the first or the last game, I couldn't even watch the first 30 minutes because the stream was down. So I'm like, what kind of, you know, franchise don't don't even have ready the stream of, I mean, I know you're going to have technical difficulties, but that's why you test, you know. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you go in to do your job da- daily, and obviously you're going to fail, but, like, you at least know that you cannot screw it like that when you're in a platform that everyone's watching you you know so you can tell that management is not serious about it therefore coaching is also not serious about it they're trying to be serious about it but they just have so much to work with uh but also you know like that's no excuse like you have other teams operating with similar budgets in the west and at least they're doing something out of it you know I mean, you know, you see other teams struggling, like San Jose, like, you know, getting all those huge, um, like, goals against. But then, well, just not to go too far, um, you see Atlanta United. I saw a, a um, like, an article last time about five things that Atlanta United has gotten better at, and one of them was that they kind of, like, they they mentioned we don't want to look like DC United, so that's why we took our uh, coaching. We you know they changed coaching staff. Um, they brought in a new coach. They brought in new players. You saw you saw it on on Saturday, last Saturday how they you know the mentality is completely different. There was only two players from the Atlanta United that won the championship in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Um, which yeah, two well, of they, the they other ones were DC United. Right, they've got a fan base that's that that will not tolerate sort of that sort of um, you know staidness and that sort of staleness. So I think that's that's something we wish we were right now. I don't think that 
we have the level of accountability with ownership that, that a team like Atlanta does. Even though Arthur Blank could buy and sell all of his fans a million times to the moon and back, he still appears to care if they are bought in or not. So um, I, I think that's something that we really got to, we've got to insist on being, you know, being more a part or, you know, having our, having our concerns be more listened to. But anyway, I, I think if you're calling, I think yeah. we've got a lot of, I think we've got some more calling, uh, oh, some wow. more folks calling in tonight. Again, <laughs> 202-905-0454. Uh, I think we have Eric in Fairfax who wants to tell us that there's no hope. Uh, I'll get, I'll get Eric and here we go. We're going to get Eric in Fairfax, man. We're actually, I, I am, I am surprised at the, at the lines that are lighting up right now. It's actually, it's incredible to be honest. Everyone's mad. <laughs> uh, Eric loves to be mad. Eric, Eric, go ahead. Eric, go ahead, my friend. All right. All right. Uh, hello. Hello. I just want to say, uh, I think a lot of people here are holding on to vestiges of hope that there's something to be salvaged from this 2020 season. And I think that is the wrong attitude to go into if you want to have any hope of enjoying any of the games left with DC this season. Uh, I think it is, oh, it's a dumpster fire from the top down. Who was it who said earlier uh, we could compete in the East? What? What? Have you seen Philly? Have you seen Columbus? Toronto? Just like, compete. Orlando? No, 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 no. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no hope. <laughs> uh, we are burning to the ground. <laughs> I, I think there's talent. I think there's talent and, to be to be a playoff team, Eric. But I, I think it's not being utilized properly. I mean, I'm, I, and, and being a playoff team is not being third, second, third, or even fourth in the in the East. I think this team could be sixth or seventh if if they're firing on all cylinders. But they're not right now, and that and that's that's why I think that there should be a coaching change. But which is also a bummer. If, oh, we, if, if that yeah. is our new, if that's our new horizon, I mean, that, that's and what, it is right now. Like, we should we should all be very sad. That's where we, we are all, right now. I mean, it is I what know. it is. So, I mean, and it, that would at least make this team at least mildly interesting. And and there would be games I would be excited to watch. There's no excitement watching this game. I'm not looking forward to Wednesday. I'm not looking forward to Saturday. Sorry, oh, Eric. I'm stealing your thunder, man. Go ahead. Oh no, <laughs> no, it's no, more no, sad. no, no! It's, it's, it's literally your show. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I, I just want to say, uh, you know, I, I agree, like, the players are underperforming. I think that, you know, uh, there, there is a valid argument there. Uh, but if you look at the team, we are made up of wingers, forwards, central defenders, and the very young and the very old. There is no spine, no spine right now to this team. Like, I can't look like, like Moses Nyman. God bless him. The kid's, what, 16? Like he's doing his best out there, but you know, he's not—he's not, he's not going to coordinate in, in, in a, a transition from defense to attack. Like right now, it's—it's—it's it's, it's booted up the field and pray that like Reina or, or Kamara or, or, or the what's his name that we just got from Venezuela, like that someone gets there, uh, you know. So I, I, I look, I think it, we'll all have a much better time if we just sit back and realize this is this is what 2020 DC is. Uh, we need we need a new coach. We need we need a, a a litany of players to be to be to be moved. I, I feel like a lot of a lot of these players who have been playing Burnbaum, uh, uh, Hamid, even like these guys have lost their confidence that they can play and win games. And I feel for them because these guys are good. They have been great. They have been MLS best eleven caliber players. You know, last two three years and. It, 
it tears at my heart, but like I'm not gonna let it. I'm not gonna let it pull me down because that's just you know that's what 2020 DC is. That's that's where we are. And I don't think you're alone. Like, yeah, I don't. Know, I don't think you're alone. Anyway, I think there's a I lot know you of guys people got other there. callers, but you know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for calling. And I think that 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 viewpoint is certainly one that uh, is not is not is not isolated there are people that are that definitely feel that way i i kind of do i think if i didn't have to stay up i would i would fully embrace the nihilism that you're that you're subscribing to um but you know i think we've got a for me i'm interested in seeing the young player i want to see moses Simon play every week i want to see him i want to see what he turns into and he needs those minutes and he's going to get him you know through injuries through all the other things that are happening like if, if that's if that's what the result is at least that there's nothing that can take that away uh, barring injury, knock on, knock on wood. These young players are going to get their time. Um, I'd like to see Donovan Pines back out there. Uh, you know, he had his run. He made his mistakes. He did well. He made his mistakes. He did well. But just, just throw him out here now. Now it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. You can cycle out, cycle out Briant and, and Burnbaum. Let him out there so the rest of the players are. What do you, what do you think? Do you think it's just you, you? you I think that you're, you're is. Do you still feel what? Are, what do you place the odds at of sneaking into the playoffs at, at the tenth spot? Ten percent. Oh, <laughs> in the playoffs? Good lord! Ted, um, Ted, Ted, I know you. I, I know mean, where you. I know your answer is zero percent. But I was. I was curious about Ted. Ted's a ten percent. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think. I think you're at zero percent, right, Eric? That this. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm at zero percent. You know. Uh, weirder things no, i wouldn't say weirder things have happened but i remember how down i was in the 2018 season and i was like ah rooney's an aged man he comes in and something happens so you know i'm, I'm willing to have my viewpoint turned around but they've got to do something they can't just sit here and tread water and expect me to have a different viewpoint on where this team's going to be um anyway you know i renewed my season ticket for next year next year you know yep uh, <laughs> hey I hey like Hey, hey, DC, DC has bad seasons. They always turn it. They some at 2000, Who would have thought 2013 after 2013 they turn it around? Maybe maybe that'll happen yeah. this year. Eric, thanks so much for joining us, right. my friend. Um, we'll uh, we'll catch you later. Appreciate the call. It's like the stock market. Eventually, it always goes up. Well, and and, and this is term, this is bad. I mean, to be fair, this is what DC has been for ten years. Mm-hmm. They always have mm-hmm. catastrophically bad seasons. They get a high draft pick, so they get one of the three. I don't even know what the draft's going to look like. There, there's no one's playing. I mean, very few teams are playing college soccer right now. So what does the talent pool even look like? I mean, you're going to need like Travis Clark really digging into that. I'm not even sure. This might be like the worst year to have a high draft pick because there's literally nothing. Like there's there isn't a lot of college soccer going on that really you could build on. Um, it, you know, it's it's you look at that and and uh, you know I, I just I, I look at this. So if this was if this was last season that the team had sort of gotten rid of um had sort of gotten had, had if the team had done what I think they sh- what we all think they should have done and got and just said you know what Ben th- this was your shot we gave you everything we, we we spent more money on this roster than we've ever spent before and the more best we're we- going to we're not going to spend any more than this yes. so if you can't do it with this you're never going to do it yeah you it, it's it's all done that's it this is this is over let let's bring somebody in then I, I would say, you know, okay, there are players, they're, they're players clearly that are gone. They need to bring in some different players. You already would have had your two main guys in, in Rooney and Acosta gone. This year, I mean, you've got a five-year deal 
for you've got a long-term contract for Paul, obviously. You got a long-term contract for Julian Gressel. You got a long-term contract for Edison Flores. I mean, sure, a long-term contract could mean they could they could literally say we don't want Edison anymore. We can't afford his roster. Someone get him out of here. But I don't think they do that. I think you want to at least, you know, you, you, you make an investment. You at least want to see it out a little bit before determining it's not going to work. Um, you've got a, uh, a I think they just signed a long-term contract. I want to say that Bale's still under a pretty much a long-term contract. Yep. I think no I'm not sure what Steve's contract status is. I'm trying to remember, but I mean, they have probably towards the end of a long-term deal now, probably one or two years left. Yeah. So, but you have guys on this roster that you've already signed to long-term deals. So, you know, maybe I, Kamara, I think maybe on, may have was on a one-term one-year deal. I'm not sure his, his, his status was really, he won't be, but he'll, he will not be back next year. I will, I will bet. All my predictions have been wrong lately, but I would imagine he'll he'll, he'll get flipped somewhere else in the league. That's what's going to happen yep. with that. Yeah, you're, you're correct. Maybe an about expansion that. team will take him. Yeah, um, he they they'll probably want his salary off the books. No yep. no question no question about it. Um, but you you look at that. I mean, th- those are pretty main roster spots. So, I mean, what 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 can you do? This is why I'm not on the fence of like oh just just blow it all up and well then you're really you, you're saying 2020s 21s going to be bad. Maybe yep. we're somewhat decent in 2022 maybe you know we put you're really talking about just blowing it up and i don't i don't think that's fair i don't think that's fair i think it's fair on ben because ben's been here ben ben has been here from you know if i'm if i hold by my logic in that 2010 to 2016 he was not given a lot and he's given something and clearly that something showed that he is he is he, he has a ceiling as far as what he can do in my opinion that his ceiling has been hit it's hit multiple times. It should have happened last year because we wouldn't be in this situation. But I think to the players, for the players that are on the field, I don't think it's fair to judge a lot of them. I don't think it's fair to judge Edison Flores right now. I don't think it's fair to judge Gulian Gressel or Emil Assad. Um, Ola Kamara, I'm, I'm willing to listen to. I think we can maybe find <laughs> something a little better. But I, I think those guys, they all have long-term deals. They're all going to be here for a couple more years. We're either they, they don't have any v- much value. Maybe Edison Flores, you'd be able to sell for a couple million, but you're you're gonna take a loss on him, so why not see if he can turn it around and then he can become a higher, you know, higher valued player. Uh Julian Gressel, Paul Riola, same thing. I mean, th- those are guys that aren't bums. They've been very successful in this league. Paul Riola is obviously be injured. His whole 2020 season was cut loose. Um I, I think there's some guys I-, I think I would like to see the team, you know, I love Felipe. Put him on as an assistant. I think he'd be a great assistant coach. Uh, but maybe find someone younger that you can sort of fill that. Next year, he was our he's our best defensive midfielder before he got hurt. I, I think you gotta you gotta you gotta look at at, at gain this team back. But he he doesn't he doesn't advance this team as much as I would like. He's a great guy on the field, a great fighter. I'm sure he's a friend of the show too, and he, I'm sure he will. Uh, maybe he's listening right now, and he's like, "Screw he this." Might be so. Be nice. I, 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 I am I am up, but I'm of the opinion. I'm like, I mean, he's what in his late thirties. Early thirties, at least. I mean, he's yeah. been he's been I he's mean, been in the league for a while. I mean, at this point, I'm like, if we're talking about like having like a rebuild, he would he would be a player I would look to to maybe be a part of that. At least have reduced minutes. I would love to see somebody take his spot, take his spot, and challenge for his spot. I'd love to see I, Moses Nyman challenge for his spot next year and take it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fine. I, listen, here, I would like a I would like a studs up rebuild. I absolutely would. I think that I think that's fine. I think saying for the next two years we're going to be as bad as we were this year, but at least we're having we have a plan. So Yamil Assad, I, I I I'm I'm fine if he leaves. Ariel, you need some players that are still good. Where he's in for five years, 
play him next year, and then maybe hope to sell him on if he has a good year on a bad team. Um, but yeah, I think an Edison Flores, you do have to um, let him rebuild a little value. But I think you move him on too, because none of them are going to be here when we're an MLS Cup tech caliber team. None of them. Maybe Paul. If he stayed his full five years, and he probably won't, and he probably doesn't want to. So for me, I'm about. I would like to win trophies. That is my that is my key thing. And if we're gonna if we're gonna do it, it's gonna be it's gonna be on the backs of young players that are better than we could have ever hoped them to be. So in that case, you got to buy a lot of a lot of lottery tickets. Um, and this team that has some MLS vets, some proven players, but no no one that's necessarily lighting the league on fire anymore with the with the way that the team is set up. I don't think that gets us there. So from my perspective. You bring in a new GM, you bring in a new coach, you say, here are the assets that we have, we want to be somewhere in 2022. We want to be, we want to be competing for the, the league in 2022. We're willing to give you X amount of dollars, here are your assets, what is your plan? And if they, and if they you know, I, I'm okay with a version uh, that's half of that, that says that, you know, we're not going to completely blow this thing up, but we realize that there are some players that we have to long-term contracts that we're not going to see utility out of that are better off from us for being trades in the league trade Julian Gressel for all of the game that we, all of the game we spent somehow to, to a new, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see the players as configured even with a new coach necessarily being what we need. I, I would, I would highly disagree with that. I would, I would highly disagree of letting go of Jul- Julian Gressel lit it up. For there's a reason he's here because he played really well in Atlanta. Paul Riola has been injured, so I mean he he doesn't even really count. I, I just, I, I just I don't I I think you you need it. You would obviously I'm not saying this team's gonna be world beaters, but I think you know hopefully things are are normal. Um, everybody, please vote in November. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, hopefully uh, things. Our chat is voting about your one and get rid of Felipe, and they. They are not on your team. Okay. Well, they, they can, have, they can, they, they can, have, they cannot <laughs> they be on my voted, team. That's fine. They have voted the That's other fine. direction. I, I want players. I want, I, I want, if you, if you, if you're looking at a line, if you're looking at a line of players, you're looking at players, you want players overtaking him. If this team is still relying on a Felipe next year, I think, I think things have gone, things are in trouble. Um, I'd love to see someone step up and sort of take his role. Uh, and take his and take his job. That that's more what I'm getting at here with him. I'm fine. I'm fine with keeping him on the roster, but he's a guy I'm looking at. Is I want somebody to take his take his place and be a little, and be better than him. Great player. Great great great. Has really endeared himself to to the fan base and everything. But this is a zero sum game. And and even when he was on this roster, this team was not playing well. So you can't you can't tell me you can't suddenly just excuse him. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't just excuse him for how this team has been playing. Um, but I, I just don't. I I just I look at this. I look at this team. Look at this roster, and I'm like, there there are good play. There are still good players here, and I think you need that season next year to at least figure out what you really have. And maybe maybe it is maybe it is nothing. But then if you're admitting that oh it's it's not working out, let's just get rid of everybody. Then then you you have no idea. You have no idea if you have no idea if Julian Gressel can regain form. You're shipping off somewhere, and guess what? He's probably going to become a really good player. Paul's here, so we're gonna we're gonna leave him out. He was he wasn't playing, so he's here, you know. But a guy like Emil Assad, you ship him off to back to Atlanta, you know. He then lights it up, starts lighting it up for Atlanta. I mean, I could see that happening. I mean, there's all there's, but you but then what do you? Then you're missing out. Then you just blew you blew. You're gonna look even worse. So you might as well just stick it out for a year. And then and then you players have literally given you no more excuses. They say okay, 2020, you know, 
we had a bad situation at coach. We had a bad situation overall with the stop start seasons, COVID, you know, everything. You know what? Everybody, this is a clean slate. Bill, Julian, Paul, uh, Edison, Emil, clean slate, clean slate. Some guys, you know, we're going to move some guys around, but are the players that guys that we signed to long-term contracts at the beginning of the year, the guys that are here for multiple seasons, you get we're clean slate one more season. We're going to get some help. We're going to find some different players. I just don't, I don't think you can do that with some of these guys. I think you need to see what these have because these are not bum players. And they, I think they could surprise you under a different management situation and a guy that can figure out how to use them. Now, if a new manager comes in and says, nope, I don't want any of these guys, then, then so be it. But I just don't think you just toss these guys because of one bad year. I think you look at the coach and you say, look, you, you've had two, three years of a good roster. We gave you at least some good players to be, to be a competitive team. We're not a competitive team. So I mean, I just I don't agree with this idea of just tossing out a lot of these guys. I, I think I think if they, if you play them, if you give them another year and they still suck, then their values are then their value is even lower. But their values are already bad. So, the, if, but if, you if, take if that risk. Said, you take that the, risk. You take problem. that risk when you sign a player to a long term deal that 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 their value goes up. That's a risk you take regardless. And I don't see the point in just jettisoning a bunch of players and then trying to like then you're basically you are giving up on 2021. You are saying 2021 is a wash, and I don't th- I don't think that's a smart move. I think you bring somebody in and see what you can get out of some players, because then otherwise your rebuild's a lot quicker if it's a success, and then you're admitting really that you guys have no idea what you're doing if you're doing that, and I, I just think that's the wrong move, wrong move. Right. Well, they're not going to do what I want them to do anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna ride we're gonna ride the same we're gonna ride the same boat yeah. into the same waters next year with a new coach, and we're not gonna buy anybody new because that would that would require lots of money. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see if if it was just Ben, and if it wasn't, then we're one year further away from then building up what we're, what we need to be. So we're it doesn't matter. We're gonna. I think the only thing that's gonna change is the coach because that's the cheapest thing to do. So so we'll we'll see that in twenty twenty one. I think we I think we've beaten the the team uh, to death here. I think we've got a little bit of news, and I think we can we can we can wrap up the show. Uh, there uh, there was a lot of conversation the last couple of days about if the players. Uh, that were going to be called up for international duty in South America and Central America were going to be able to be released. There are challenges there, obviously, because of quarantine. Uh, the amount of days that they would have to miss, both for the games and then when they got back away from the teams. Um, there was a lot of uh, sort of conversations with the league, and Ben had been asked, sort of, what do you think about this? And he wisely was like, that's not my, not my job, <laughs> above my pay grade. Uh, that is somebody else's problem. Uh, it appears that DC is going to keep all of their players, Junior Moreno, uh, Edison Flores, who I guess is back in training wearing a mask, it would have been a, it would have been ridiculous if his first match in two months was with 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 his national team uh, in a game. I think these are friendlies, right? Are these qualifiers? no? These are World Cup qualifiers. Okay, well they're at least games that matter. Um, and then I think also there was uh, was uh, Segura was not called up. He's still injured, so it was that wasn't him. And your Yordi 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 Reina. Yordarena was the other one that was that was called up. He's nobody's going. We're keeping all of our players. Let me let me, let me, let me say this. Uh, FIFA FIFA is absolutely showing they have no leadership. They have there should be. It is it is one thing to have domestic games. It is one thing to have domestic games where you're traveling within your country to be encouraging international games and international travel or leaving it up to the confederations. 
is without a doubt one of the most stupid, 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 stupid things I think. I think, and I am, I am glad. I, I know DC had an easy out. I'm sure that re- we can't, we just can't do it. Otherwise, we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna be suiting up Ben Olsen and and uh, and uh, uh, and and Chad Ashton out there at this point. Um, and I'm sure that was part went went into part of it. But and I think it was easy to say that the the line. I mean, they would basically be out for the rest of the year. I mean, they yep. would be gone. There is no way. Uh, there, there, there is no way that those players would would be back for for the rest of the season, in my opinion. And, and you're risking them getting uh, getting COVID in a lot of areas that have not had it under control. Um, so, uh, Commonable again is showing no leadership. This the the World Cup. Thank the World Cup. Thankfully, you have an extra six months. Extra six months. Why why is there suddenly this huge rush to play World Cup qualifiers? Split the group up in South America. Have it be two groups. Play less games. This is this should not be happening right now. This should absolutely not be happening right now. And they're putting clubs in bad situations. They are putting leagues in bad situations. I don't even think UEFA should be playing right now. There should be no international games, no international travel. Period. Concacaf surprisingly is the one league that is like, yeah, this is we're not we're not doing this right now. We can't do this right now. There's no way we can guarantee safety. So from the players' perspective, though, at least I get it that they want to go play any game that actually matters and where there's actually like some stakes to it. I see. So I, I don't. See, I don't blame. I don't blame uh, Moreno wanting to go play for Venezuela right now, as opposed to beat out the the sort of the dead end of the season here in DC. Where I'm sure no one's having fun, so I don't I don't blame them, but I'm glad I am glad from you know saving them from themselves. I think it was probably the best I, decision for them this day. I, I would I would contend there there are reports that there are a lot of players there are players out there that do not want that do not want to travel. They do not want to risk traveling internationally right now uh, to to go to these games. Maybe there's I'm sure there's some that still want to do it. Some but, travel private. Yeah. Some other some other MLS still, players who made. That doesn't or not. It's hard to say. That doesn't guarantee. I mean, that doesn't guarantee your safety at all. It doesn't. It it doesn't guarantee your safety, even if you travel. MLS is taking the same risk, and I'm not excusing them. But uh, traveling internationally, having players come from literally every single country, you're you're just you're increasing your risk, in my opinion, a lot more. Um, And it's it's at this point, I'm like, I don't. It's it's silly to be doing World Cup qualifiers. We can figure out World Cup qualifying. It's not a big deal. We can figure that out later. And honestly, it's a tournament in, in, in Qatar that, that's going to be a mess logistically. And it's going to take place in November, which is going to be weird. And it's already blowing up the club season. So you know what? Like, why? Like, what, what is what is what is the meaning behind this right now during a global pandemic? So, and, you know, right now also when things are, are rising, you know, they're rising all over. They're rising in Europe. They're rising in the U.S. I mean, this is this is. Europe is already actually going through its second wave right now. There's already been a game in England that's had to be canceled. So yeah, enjoy your games, guys. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy these games now. They yeah. may not. They may not play a whole season out. So just keep oh. keep that in mind on your Saturdays and Sundays. Get in all those games you can, because when the second wave hits, a lot of these places they may have to shut it down again. So just keep that in mind. I mean, not the. I mean, that's obviously secondary, <laughs> yeah. but but it will change what you're doing on the weekends uh, when these games go away. Um, so uh, as we wrap up, I just want to make sure again, I blew my, uh, my plugs up front <laughs> strategy. We've got six days left now, five days when you hear this episode, if you're listening on podcast, uh, to get a t-shirt before they're the, before the orders are closed and it's sent out. So if you're interested in that, go to rfkrefugees.com slash merch and buy a t-shirt. Uh, they're very cool and, uh, we, we like them and we want you to have them. Also there's stickers. 
that's uh, those will be there. You, there's no deadline on those. Take your time. Uh, but uh, we're we're you know we're, we're the website's still there. Ted wrote a great article about Ben uh, before the game even happened, talking about sort of what what this year what this year was like, uh, and and what sort of you know how, how should we be grading him? And maybe it's maybe it's still maybe all the excuses that you could give him uh, still aren't enough. So uh, check that out if you haven't. It's a it's a it's a good it's a good read. Uh, particularly check that out if you think that we're all Ben apologists up in here all the time. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, yeah. If certain certain, certain former co-hosts, of, cer- certain, certain former, former co-hosts of the show. I, he may I'm not even talk. I'm just glad he listens. I'm just glad he's a fan. Um, <laughs> he may not anyway. even talk about us, but uh, if he's listening to the show, I don't know how you could say that. But anyway. yeah, I'm sure he is. Anyway, uh, thanks for all the callers. We love when you guys call in. Um, certainly, there was a lot to talk about tonight. Um, we're going to need you <laughs> the rest of the way. I think we're. I think the conversation is going to be similar as they were tonight, but. Uh, keep keep watching. We're not going to preview this game this Wednesday. Just let's all just get through it together. <laughs> let's all just make it through, uh, and uh, hopefully, maybe we get. I think we. I, I still think we need three points for the rest of the month to not be the worst uh, uh, point total of DC United history. So hope for that. Hope for that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't. We, we didn't even talk. We could have talked about something nice. We could have talked about the spirit and how they won and how they finished. I think seven points in their game. Nice we'll have time. From Yuki. We'll have. To, there's not going to be a lot of fun things to talk. <laughs> Their season's done, but we can come. We can go back and do a retrospective about the fall series. Yes. Uh, next episode. Sounds good. All right. Thank you all for listening. You guys are all legends for for sitting through this uh, this wonderful time of John and I yelling at each other. Um, it's good. It's good. We're this is, we're going catharsis. the Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith uh, skip skip route. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much to, to to all the callers. By the way, people who called in to the show who. Um, who, who, we got a, we got a lot of call action, which is which is what we want. We want we want calls to come into the show. So thank you all so so much for calling in. You guys are awesome, and we will catch you all next week. Vamos. Sir.